Aaron Rodgers' season is officially over. But yours has just begun with my bookie. NFL College Ball, brand new cash out system that gives you the best options to win all season long. You hit the first two legs of your parlay, guess what? You can cash out early, place another bet, or let it ride for a bigger payday. Join us the entire season at mybookie.ag, or you can scan the QR code right next to me. The link is in the description of this video and or podcast, however you're watching or listening. But... Right now, MyBookie has a no-strings-attached cash bonus that lets you deposit and withdraw quick. Use promo code 49ers49ERS on your first deposit of 50 or more, and you can receive up to $200 in cash instantly credited to your MyBookie account. That's 49ERS, that's the promo code, to claim your bonus now. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere, and I mean anywhere. You can bet anywhere. I've lived in California for eight years. Bet anywhere. I mean it. Head over there with... My bookie. The San Francisco 49ers rise as the Giants fall. It's Friday. John Chapman is in the building fresh from Levi Stadium. I don't think he ever went home. He came straight to the show. Let's have a great one, baby. Thank God it's Friday right here on the Wayne Breezy Show. Sky high, baby. John, what's going on, baby? Three and oh, man. Three and oh. Usually it's the victory Monday. We got to, we get to enjoy this three and oh, awesome start for three extra days. And I could not be happier. And I think the 40 Dyers couldn't be happier. You know, this is a mini bye week now. So, however, you predicted the season to start and to go, it wasn't this good. This is better than anybody, even like Jax, who's been saying 17-0. The way that they have won the games and the health of this team moving forward. Whew. Whew. There we go. Victory Monday and a victory Friday. It's been a good week. It's been a good been week. A, Glad to be here, Wayne. It's been a great week. I just realized we had a victory Monday, <laughs> and now we have a victory Friday. Mm. And then we have like a mini buy Monday coming up. You know, this is this is a great. Listen, I'm so excited um, to the 3-0 start. It's a weird 3-0 and start, though, right? Because it's not like it, – it It seems slow. It seems like it's slow. Remember we kept saying we don't want to start the season off slow. To me, starting the season off slow would be like losing a few games. The Niners won their first two games on the road, went home, demolished the Giants, and they're going to be at home for two more weeks against the Arizona Cardinals and the Dallas Cowboys. And I get why people may fear – the Dallas Cowboys. I get it. They're good. I, do, I good don't. Team. I don't. I don't. They're a good team. I'm not going to take that away from them. And I'm not jumping past the Cardinals. I just want to stay here and bask in the 3-0 success. 
so far for the San Francisco 49ers. Can we do that before we jump sh- to get to the current? We got to get, we got, first we got to get past the division rival. Yep. And then we get the Dallas Cowboys on Sunday Night Football. But guys, we are so happy. Thank you guys for tuning into the show. I'm so glad I got John here. I feel like it's been forever. I'm sorry that we didn't get a chance to do the John and Wayne show this Tuesday. Um, I was at the funeral of my of my stepdad and I just needed a little bit of time. And then I was like, you know what? I can't be alone. I need to be with people later on that night. So we're the same, I, man. You yeah. and me are the same. We handle just, things the same way. Yeah, so we just jumped on some shows, but I was literally still at the funeral during our time, or we would have did a show too. So my apologies for that. No, listen, condolences to you and your family, man. We, appreciate we love it, bro. You, man. Appreciate it, Big Daddy Niners. What's up, fam? How's your day? They started off great because we went to sleep great, right? <laughs> <laughs> we did, we did, man. Yeah, that's the thing. Whenever you got to make that drive home, you know, from Levi's, which for us we're East Bay, so it's a little bit of a drive. It's a lot better after a win. That's all I got to say. It's a lot better after. What's up, Peachy? Oh, I love it, man. Uh, thanks for tuning in, Faithful. Make sure to smash that like button, guys. Hit the like button right now. If you're new to the stream, go ahead and subscribe to both channels. All right, now here's the cool thing, right? When John and I simulcast, I hate that word, but when we stream at the same time, that's what it means. All you got to do is get two browsers open, right? If you got Google on your phone and <laughs> Safari, because I'm talking to my iPhone people, open up Safari, open up Google, put it on both. It's super simple. Watch at the same damn time. It's cool. Hit the like button at the same dang time and make sure you subscribe to both channels and become members of both channels. I think that would be really cool. Uh, you know what I'm saying? We would love that. All right. We got some super chats we're going to get to. I just want to shout out the crews. Collins in the building. Eddie G and the Bulldogs is in the building. Listen, it's 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 good, right? It's it's super good. R-T-P-F-T-W-N, the building. I love it. The president himself, Ooh, I Mr. Gotta birthday Boy. I got to say hey, hey to Lee yesterday. I got I to tap him. Did uh, you, he was did, in the gold mine, and I, I reached up and tapped him. I was like, hey, what's up, man? Uh, yeah. Always good to see him. John and our memories of the gold mine. Uh, That's right, man. Yeah. Lee, happy belated birthday. He's if, the best. Even though yesterday was your birthday, you know what I'm saying? I hope you had, you got the win, right? We got a dub. You came all the way here. We got a dub. Let's start with the Super Chat contribution. Jack Cooley, John, go ahead and read this, baby. It says, slap hands. <laughs> First of two victory Fridays this season. That's right. We got another Thursday. We're going to be at that one. That's the Seattle Thanksgiving uh, game. I love that we're 3-0. and There's a sense of dissatisfaction because we all know we haven't hit our potential yet. We are going to be even better. We haven't got there. Well said, Jack. We we haven't got there. And I do want to, Jack, I know it's important for you. Uh, we, we said on the show this week that Kyle Juszczyk was going to get his first touch this game. That took place. I know you're a big uh, Juszczyk guy. So uh, there's still so much meat on the bone, which is crazy. And I know we're going to talk about like the 49ers ranks on all these things. They're dominating every game. They're dominating every game. And even if you talk about the Rams, the first half, all right, cool. We were on par. At one point in the second quarter, we were down 6-3. This is the NFL. How's the game end? And the game ends with the 49ers putting 30 points up every damn time. And the game ends every damn time with the 49ers defense. <laughs> You wasn't supposed to stop. You, you was ranting. It was how, every every damn time. I was nation point. I'm ready to hit the button every damn time. 
I, so, I, 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 I did get it, worried, though, John. It was like seven minutes to go or something like that. I can't remember the timestamp. Uh, I could go check my Twitter. I'm like, uh, it's twenty. we got 23 points. I was like, as soon as I, as I tweeted, will the Niners get 30 points? And then, of course, everybody wants to wait. And then all of a sudden, here they come, bashing your boy Breezy. We just did. We just did. Duh. <laughs> I, obviously, I tweeted it before it happened. All right, man. I love it, yo. I love Twitter. I mean, X, or whatever the hell you want to call it. Jax, what's it's going Twitter. on? It's it's Twitter. It's Twitter. Uh, but listen, let's talk about the game. Let's recap the game. Uh, 49ers win. Uh, and I think you said something very interesting. When it was 17 to 6 at the half, um it, you it kind of felt like the game was over. Um and I want to get your take on that. I want I, I want to know more of what you mean by it felt like the game was over. You were there, so you had a different feeling on TV. You know, they it's entertainment on TV. It's a little different. Right. I'll say this, you know, and the Giants couldn't do anything offensively. They really, really couldn't. And, you know, they got three separate drives. They got points, all of them aided by penalties, which, you know, if you want to focus on some negatives, penalties, that's part of the equation. But they just were never in control. It was if the Niners give us an opportunity, we can cash it in for something. Um, But they never even scored seven points, right? They got two field goals. They got the touchdown, tried to go for two. Got the sack against them. So, yeah, like they just – literally were only getting what was gifted to them and they couldn't even capitalize the correct way to do so. And they should have been able to put up 21 points with their field position and all that stuff. That's what they should have had. But so when the Niners were up 17 to six at the half, I was like, man, they're not doing anything offensively. How is this team going to go out and score 12 plus points? And they didn't, they got to 12. I, the spread was huge. It was the largest spread of the entire week. And they covered it almost two times. <laughs> like, it, this is just a dominating performance. And, you know, there's one stat that I was looking through all the stuff this morning. The Giants had a total of 150 total yards offense, which is dog crap. The 49ers had 106, uh, 196 yak yards, yards Yaggity after the yak. catch. Don't we had back. more yards after the catch than they had total yards the whole game dominating man this 49ers defense just shut that team down defensively i want to talk about some of this i mean i know week three began last night the giant i mean the 49ers were ranked not low but kind of not where you expect the 49ers to be i feel like like and, and i'm gonna go through this i mean as far as total yards like the 49ers um you know are our fifth in in total yards given up so far um they're they're ranked as far as the average they're they're number four so now they're climbing back up the charts at 258.3 yards a game and i want to stay there because in this game the 49ers defense gave up a total of 150 yards 150 yards and i'm not going to be the type of person to say this but i gotta say this I feel like the 49ers game plan is to always eliminate, not take away. I mean, literally eliminate the run, eliminate it, right? Eliminate it, get rid of it. And I don't care who the running back is. Even if Saquon Barkley played in this game, I yeah. don't think Saquon Barkley would have been able to rush on this defense. They would have to utilize him a different way. And I hope I'm saying that in fairness 
because I do respect Saquon Barkley and his skill set. But the right. Niners are taking away the run. So you got to figure out how to get those yards a little bit differently. Am I kind of wrong for thinking that way? Like, No, I think you're right. And, you know, the metric that I think the 49ers, I don't want to look too far ahead, but just to put into context how dominating they were against this team, when the Cowboys beat um, the Giants week one, 40 to nothing, they had 171 yards on offense. They had fewer yards against us. Than they did them. Not that, you know, it's not apples to apples all the time. But what I'm trying to say is this was as dominating a performance defensively that you could have had. Um, yeah, you didn't get the shutout. But whenever you only give up 12 points a game and we're averaging points. 30 points a game. Wow. Oh, what's up, Terror? What's up, Terror? Don't love that dude, man. Uh, and, and so I, I just think. With what the Niners continue to do, if you make teams one-dimensional and they cannot run the ball, it's going to be a problem. And I got to give a shout-out to my man, Oren Burks. That dude was an absolute beast yeah, yesterday. Nine. I've been team Oren Burks for a minute. I really did like this guy. I wanted him to start this year. I'm glad that he did. He led the team in solo stops with four solo stops. Yep. He only had 21 snaps. 21 snaps, 90.1 PFF grade. I saw a big ass tackle for a loss. Um, and I'm like, oh, that's Burks. He he was balling, man. That dude hey, making so many good plays on a very limited him and Ronnie Bell, I feel like we're the same damn player. Same just on opposite just sides. One, opposite sides. Opposite sides. Yeah. Opposite sides. I saw that as well. Um, and and let's just stick to the defensive side. 29 yards rushing. With <laughs> here's the thing, though. Like, they didn't did you watch the video? Uh, I, I felt like the Giants, the Gi it was Nick Bosa, and, and, and the Niners came in expecting Daniel Jones to run, and they didn't do any. Yeah. Yeah, he even said, he's like, oh, you thought they'd do a lot more zone reads, but I don't know. They didn't do it. Like, <laughs> he was, like, <laughs> Which disappointed. Is, yeah, right, because they, <laughs> they wanted to show everybody that they were prepared. You know what I'm saying? They were prepared for the – the, the the zone read but it, they didn't have to in this particular game they didn't have to work as hard um the pressures were there 23 total pressures for the defense two yeah. sacks 17 hurries four quarterback hits i believe that math maths out to 23 you know what i mean um blitzed 11 times we blitzed uh, 11 times. they blitzed us 33 times which 11 is you know pretty standard in the nfl uh, but yeah, and we didn't have to blitz to hit them. Let's talk about the, third, the their blitz because I know a lot of people want to know like what caused Brock Purdy to look off. Like he looked, I don't want to say he looked lost, but you saw one of his early throws in the game. It was behind Debo Samuel, opposed to being in front of Debo. Debo had his guys beat, and I wish people people have to miss me with Debo not being a receiver that can run routes. Please Dude, get that. Not this year. You can't say that shit this year. All three get, games. Thank you. Can't Finally, say John is here. Can't say that. Please get that out. Your Matter of fact, the touchdown he scored was a route. It was literally a stop. Go. It, like, yep. good luck catching me. Please miss me with he can't run routes. He might not run them better than Brandon Ayuk, but he can run routes. Let's yeah, get that. Who runs routes better than Brandon Ayuk? There right, might be but, like two people in the NFL. Like, I, yeah. I, I want to talk about the Giants and what possibly uh, caused uh, – I want to talk about the Giants' blitz because you said that they blitzed 33 times. So Brock <laughs> dropped back 39 times, and 33 times of those dropbacks, yep. 
They blitzed. Prize Picks is America's number one fantasy sports app with more than 5 million members. It's the most fun and exciting way to get in on the action while you watch your favorite sports and players. You just pick more or less on two or more players, and you get a shot to win up to 100 times your cash. It's got quick withdrawals, easy game playing, and an enormous selection of players and stat types that makes Prize Picks the number one fantasy sports app. I made my first $10 deposit and received an instant $10 bonus. If you have the skills, you play for a shot of turning your $10 all the way into $1,000. Here's what's great, too. It's available in over 30 states, including California, Texas, and Georgia. So all you got to do, especially during playoff basketball time, you just pick two players. Anthony Edwards for more or less than 29 points. You got Luka more or less than 32 points. However you see it, you just pick two, and you can get paid. So download the app today and use 49ers for a first deposit match above of up to $100. Again, download Prize Picks today. Use code 49ERS for a first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. So, they were blitzing at the very beginning of the game. Let's pull this up. Shout out to Next Gen Stats. 84 I'm just going to round it up to 85%. John, has any team ever blitz this much the giants blitz a lot that's wink martindale that's his thing Pre press man corner you know cover one blitz you know whatever this was a whole nother level i think i saw somebody put out there it was the fifth most blitzed game in the past five years so you're Jeez. talking about not against the niners that's any nfl team against any nfl team it was crazy. It reminded me so much of the Miami game last year when Brock first got in. Jimmy gets hurt. Brock comes in, and Miami says, man, we're sending it after this guy. We're going to make him beat us. And he toasted the crap out of him. That's that's the way it felt the whole time. It was just like, oh, they're blitzing again. Oh, they're blitzing again. Oh, they're blitzing again. Oh, they're blitzing again. And it was just like every single play. I was like, good gosh. And, you know, I understand that Brock's getting hit. Um you know, he got sacked twice, but good gosh, you blitz 33 times, you're going to get there. And so that hurts the linemen because they're all one-on-one -on -one matchups. You're not you're not getting those extras when they bring five or more. So I thought the whole line did really, really well uh, across the board, to be honest with you. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I saw Aaron Banks. <laughs> Aaron Banks got blown up. He got beat yeah. bad on at least one. I only seen one that he got beat bad and that was actually on the it wasn't a sack right but it was definitely a hit or something oh it was the it was the Leonard penalty. Williams yeah it was the, the penalty where he landed the on top of the, yeah the yeah. roughing the passer or whatever you want to call that um so that that was to me his only beat so it doesn't count against him right he doesn't get give up that pressure yeah it's it's negated it's it's white from the stat sheet but and you're going to give up pressures, and that's the thing. If you blitz 33 times and you only get two sacks, yeah, it's what, what's happening the rest of the time. Because if you look at Brock Purdy's NFL passer rating when blitzed, he had a 108. 108, 108. bro. This is his stats against the blitz: 247 yards and two TDs on both touchdowns. It was a zero blitz. <laughs> like, how did he get the ball to Debo Samuel on a zero blitz? He was backing up, man. I get the Ronnie Bell one. Yeah. That was a fade. Hey man, I'm 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 badass snap too. Brendo, get your snaps up, bro. He had a rough game. He had a rough game. 
that yeah, that man. was a low snap. He gets the ball and he still gets it to him. That was zero blitz. I remember Jimmy Garoppolo attempting that. I think it was we. Uh, never mind. It didn't work out. It was an interception, but I'm glad to see that Brock accomplished something that you can tell that Brock is capable of executing Kyle Shanahan's plan. Like that's that's and that is why to me Brock Purdy is potentially going to be a star. I don't think he's on, he's on pace, man. He, Look at the numbers this year. Yeah, Look what you. he's done. I got you. I got you. I got you. I get it. I don't I don't know if I could put him in the elite category. I think Peachy last night on the overreaction show said he does elite things though. He might not be elite. He might not be the Patrick Mahomes uh elite who looks terrible this who season. Cares? Right. But he does elite things in this offense that makes us score 30 points a game and more importantly win. We're 8 and 0. Brock is 8 and 0. Doesn't turn the ball over. I mean that's the thing. Four touchdown passes, no interceptions on the year. Good gosh. Every day. You sign up for that every day. I love it, man. I so love are it. you are you concerned with the slow are you concerned with the slow start from Brock? This is the second time he seemed affected early in the game, but found a way to overcome the adversity during the adjustment period of the game. Yeah, I mean, you always got to kind of see, like, you have a game plan, and you go out there. Nobody's had the game plan they're going to blitz 33 times. Yeah, you were ready for the blitz, and you had a couple hot routes. But then after a while, like, you just got to say, if you're Kyle Shanahan, we can't call these certain plays. We can't. So, like, it's hot route reads, get everybody ready. And I don't even think we had that much of a slow start. You go out there with a 15-play drive, you get a field goal on the opening score, or on the opening drive, and, like, that's good. You know, one of my favorite bets every single time we, we bet every week is 49ers scoring the first drive because when Kyle scripts it, it's going to go well. And so you got down there, you got the points. It's just, yeah, I, I get that everybody wants, you know, touchdown, touchdown, touchdown. But, man, 17 points in the first half is great. That's good. That's on pace for 34. And so we get in this video game kind of mindset, and I get that. Dude, the Niners have been so consistent on offense. 30 points a game, three games in a row. That's unheard of. I don't think they've ever done that before. I'll have to go through and look. but. And I like the way that you're looking at the overall view, but if you break it down a little bit, I think the concern for me was like, okay, we get in the red zone, we don't score. We yeah. have to settle for a field goal. So let's talk about that because to me, that was the issue. Um, they get down, I mean, and, and literally get into the red zone and, and they couldn't punch it in. Jake Moody has to come in and kick like a 21-yard field goal, a little chip mm -hmm. shot type of a field goal that was the disappointment for a lot of people and they were like dang every time brock does get the ball and gets it to the red zone ninth on that first drive remember we had a fifth we had a 15 play first drive that took up six minutes and like 14 yeah. seconds or something 40 seconds or 46 seconds and it only resulted in three points and that's kind of isn't that a failure in and i don't think way? so no okay. i mean yeah you want to seven of course but I mean, how many drives did we have this game total? Uh, I think we had eleven. You kick a field goal every single drive. That's thirty-three points, right? So uh, the points per like that's not a loss, and especially when you wear the defense out. I wish we'd run the ball a little more in the red zone. Uh, the whole I wish we'd run the ball more, but we I still ran the ball almost forty times. We did. We and it was really close, right? It was like thirty-eight maybe yeah, to 38. thirty-nine passes or something like that. So it was very well balanced. That was my issue. They could have ran the ball. They could have ran the ball, like, and yeah. but, but they chose to throw it. But 
if you look at the game plan of the New York football giants, what was their game plan? They stacked the box. They wanted you to run. They bet you to run. They get run against eight people if you want to. Yep. Yeah, that's what it was. Like, I mean, and, and that's why, you know, a lot of people are like, well, Brock looked off. Brock didn't look good, you know, early in the game. And he and it's, it's that's fair to say he didn't. But let's talk about why. They blitzed right. from the beginning to the end of this game. You would think at some point they're out of the game. They're not going to blitz anymore. Nope. Matter of fact, at halftime, John, it was like 78%. I'm like, damn, they blitzed 80% of the first half. <laughs> it went up, John. It went up. The number no went up, and they still got their asses whipped. Yep, they sure did. And, you know, again, you score two touchdowns out of five red zone trips, so that's that's bad, but it's bad. It, the good thing is all five of those trips came away with points. That's good. And, you know, one of the things that kills teams in the NFL is when you turn the ball over early in a drive or late in a drive. It, like, if you have a red zone turnover, that is just catastrophic to morale, momentum, everything. You know, you drive all the way down there and you get nothing. You get a goose egg on the board. That's a killer. And the Niners haven't done that this year. And so if they can just stay with this efficient, man, we're cashing in. Even if it's threes, that's okay because nobody's playing as close. Nobody's gotcha. played it. Nobody's played a good three quarters against us. There's been a good two quarters that first half for the Rams. But then they ran out of gas. So I, I get said. some concern. Could they be better? Could they score 44 points? Sure. But, man, I would. if you told me right now, John, sign up right now, 30 points every game the rest of the year, I'm signing right freaking now. And I get I, it. I'd take I, it. I, I, I get it. I do think that game plan or that I – think, I think that mindset would change slightly if, if, if the coaching felt there was more of a challenge from the – you know, we got to get a touchdown right here. I'll be a yeah. little bit more aggressive on fourth. You know, we're going to go for it on this fourth down. We're on our side of the 50. We're we just going to do it. I don't want to give them the ball. I do trust our defense, but let's go ahead and get this, you know, keep pushing, show them that the, our offense is the juggernaut. We didn't do that this game. I felt like this game, Kyle just was in the bag. He knew he was comfortable that his offense was going to get together. And penalties, believe it or not, the, 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 the penalties are what really hold the 49ers back. Yeah, it's not that the offense can't flow or the defense can't stay off, you know, keep the, uh, you know, get off the field quick enough. It's not that it's just there's a bonehead penalty. And to me, John, I didn't think this game was more ab about Brock Purdy, like staying off, because like I said, he finished, you know, strong. I think the major issue with this team is. I hate to group it all together, but there's only one name for it, and that's special teams. And I feel like that's the issue. So let's talk yep. about the special teams here. I know Jake Moody is on point. Uh, I know that Mitch Wisnowski is on point. But the special teams is the weakest link. Why? Well, I, I think you're missing one of your captains is Samuel Womack. When Samuel Womack left and you replaced him with Trey Swellen, which I'm happy Trey Swellen made the team, and I, I wish him all the best in the world. He has put up two stinkers back-to-back -back weeks on special teams. And not only is it just bad special teams play, he got the same damn penalty twice. <laughs> like, the same thing. And Kyle even said, Kyle said, we got the same penalty last week on the same thing. Like, Ronnie Bell, I thought, played awesome as a gunner. And he's not a speed guy. He didn't have speed like, you know, Ambry Thomas or Samuel Womack, some of those other guys. But he's just so damn tough. 
And so those short punts, I love him as a gunner. The long punts, I don't want him out there as a gunner. But once we get Danny Gray, once we get Samuel Womack back, that is going to transform so much for the 49ers. It's going to make a big difference. But, dude, I was I was really impressed by Ronnie Bell, man, on special teams. Obviously, offense is awesome. I'm a special teams guy. Hidden mm-hmm. yardage is everything, and it killed the Niners this game because I think you won in two phases of the game, offense, defense. Mm-hmm. I don't think you won special teams. So if we talk about the special teams, John, and if we go backwards and we look at what the Niners defense was doing, they were doing their job. I think if you get rid of that first Swilling special teams penalty, yeah. and then you get the second special teams penalty. It's just like, dude, we just gave them, we gave them yardage. Like the okay, so if we let's let's rewind because people are probably like, what, what what is Breezy talking about? Let's go to the first one. The first one was the penalty, and it forced the Niners to be in their own end zone, like mm-hmm. literally, right? And so, like, I'm like, oh man, you already know that there's only a s- small script of plays you're gonna try to run here to push. To get you know get you some space you're not going to really try to throw it too much and i think we threw just about on like every one of them plays trying to get the first down and unfortunately we didn't and we had to punt right so then you're giving them field position and then on the punt you interfere and so you get the second penalty which now it was a great punt too by the way by mitch yes, Wisnowski. yes it was right and then because of the interference from shamar john charles now they're on their side of the 50 to start to start then if i'm daniel jones this was the best play in my opinion that daniel jones did all game he located the mismatch he had a six five tight end on a five nine db i'm throwing it there every single time and hoping my guy catches it or i get a penalty I didn't think that was a, a pass interference. What was your thought on the call? Yeah, I'm a defensive guy, so I'm always going to say that it should have been pass interference. But, you know, he's so soft. Darren Waller, dude, if I was a Giants fan, there were a couple sitting around us, and all my interactions with Giants fans was awesome, by the way, this weekend. So uh, shout out to them. And we had a lot come to the tailgate, and they were they were partying with us. It was awesome. Awesome. But, dude, imagine being a Giants fan right now. Like, how – what? What what are you going through? Your team sucks. You just traded for this dude, Darren Waller, that doesn't seem like he wants to play football at all. Your quarterback that you paid $40 million for is not good. Let's just be honest. Like, what is the future of this franchise? And so that's their best play? Pass interference? <laughs> like, that's their that, best play. That it, and special teams. Like, I, I Well, their best play was – the breakdown and and the and the touchdown run the eight yard run right after that right like that yeah. like i don't know what happened to our defense yeah i gotta go through the film on that one and i, I can't wait there. to break that down but i'm just like dang like where we lost that we forget and it was just like good blocking it was the same damn play that the rams ran with kyron williams and he got into the end zone literally so my 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 issue well, the reason why that happened was Isaiah Oliver. I don't know what this one is though. So I have to go back and watch the tape. All right. So like to me that was their best play. They took a they took a shot on their side of the of the 50, tried to get the ball down the field. They get the call, right? And then from there they were they, they were able to run it in. That was their point, but it came to me off of penalties. Hmm. Yep. And, and and so like what do you got to do? Do you because 
The Niners packed their roster with a bunch of overly physical bullies. And so, like, there's two types of penalties. There's mental errors, right? And then there's execution errors. And so you could deal with execution errors. And I I would argue the Trey Swelling penalties, that's just, you know, whatever. You know, come on, man. Like, figure this out. But then you've got, like, the Greenlaw and the, you know, Trent Williams and the, like, that type, those type of penalties. Or Juwan Jennings. Like, those are just, we're just beating the shit out of people. And if we get a flag, we get a flag. Um, And I, I don't know. Part of me says... I don't want to give that up. Not that I want the penalties, but you cannot sacrifice who you are as a team. So there, there's two different kinds. You know what I mean? You got to coach up the execution ones, but man, I, I'd never want to play soft. And I don't think as long as Trent Williams and Drake Greenlaw and Hufunga and Kittle, those guys are around, this team's never going to be a soft team. And, let's talk, and I love that. And let's and 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 I want to get to these super chat contributions really quickly. But you know what? Let's do that, and then we'll pivot. Yeah. And I want to talk about the the non-softness of, of the 49er defense <laughs> or the, the the little bit of uh the, Helpers, the, thin, the thin line between the undisciplined yeah. uh or i guess that's what we'll call it i'll let you read these these are from your channel so nate rod 55 23 in the building you can get the foghorn young way breeze show let's go let's go he says yo made it live again love purdy still trying the deep ball yeah he, th- he took two deep ball throws they just kept throwing the ball like, I mean, he threw it 37 times. I, I did not see that coming. I'm just going to be 100% obvious. He says, no one's talking about Purdy's ball to CMC for the touchdown that he dropped. That was a freak play by that linebacker, man. I, I Okay, so I know I know it's a drop, right? I know it's going to be labeled as a drop, but it wasn't a drop. I want people to stop it's saying that it was a drop. Up. It was a PBU. It yeah. was a PBU. The ball was in his hand. He was transferring it down to secure the ball. because You know you got to do that in stupid NFL Right. And as he was doing that, I would just say McFadden, who was probably the best defensive player on the field all night long for both teams, made a freaking play. Yeah, he did. And and this is going to be Purdy's M.O. We saw the same thing last year. Purdy's best play of his entire career was an incomplete pass to Brandon Ayuk when he scrambled forever. It hit him in the back pylon and then Ayuk dropped, Ayuk dropped it. it. I think my favorite pass play from last week from Purdy was the pass interference. Didn't even count to Debo in the back pylon. I thought that was a badass throw last week. Not a catch. Best throw this game. Not a catch. But as long as he can keep doing those things, they don't show up on the stat sheet and whatever else, and the people that are, you know, party haters can pick those and put those out there, and that's fine. But this team and Kyle Shanahan trust the hell out of this guy, and you get those huge plays, and guess what? Yeah, maybe CMC should have caught that one. Maybe Debo shouldn't have caught his. You know what I mean? And whenever it all equals out, you're getting your guys these opportunities Nobody's going to have a hundred percent catch rate on those contested catches. You get one, you miss one. Hopefully you get better, but that's just the way it goes. I love it, man. Corey Patterson in the building. Uh, John, you got this again. All right. Just me. Or were there more than a few scary throws in the first half? Some real sloppy play, but the Niners are the superior team at the end of the day. Yeah. Facts. Nailed it. That's perfect. Corey. Yeah. Have you on the show. Right, and and we we talked about the sloppy play. You know what I mean? I mean, it was there, uh, but we tried to give some type of context to why the play may have seemed. I mean, Purdy was forcing the ball to Debo, like literally yeah. forcing it. I'm like, no, 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 yeah. no, 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 don't force it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it was one play he forced it into double coverage, and Debo literally just psh, he gave somebody the people elbow, like psh, <laughs> twelve get off targets, twelve. Yo. 
12. He was six it. for 12, right? Right. He's six, six receptions, 12 yep. targets. Yeah. So forcing that, yeah, to me, looks sloppy. But again, man, if you look at the game again from a different set of eyes, I know we were watching it in real time, but I noticed right away they were blitzing, oh bro. Gosh. They were sending the kitchen sink at from the jump to the end, like literally. And so I think that affected a lot of, of what the game plan was. Kyle wanted to run the ball. Probably if he could have ran the ball 40, 50 times, he probably would have did it because he knew he didn't need too much passing. They forced Brock to throw in this game. They forced him to do it. And that's what teams do. But guess yeah. what? He did it and he over he accomplished it. Last time when Jimmy Garoppolo used to be the starting quarterback and they would put eight in a box, Jimmy couldn't beat the blitz. No. No. And it was always frustrating, too, because you'd see how frustrated Kyle was because you knew how to beat that. Jimmy just couldn't execute it properly. Now you've got somebody that's like, all right, cool. Bring it. And we saw it in the Miami game. We saw it in this game. Blitz, blitz, blitz. Brock can beat you uh, consistently. And just moving the chains. Like, you look at what the Niners did on third down. They went nine for 16 on third downs. That's bananas. Yo, it was seven for 10 at the half, bro. Gosh. If they were 70% at the half on third downs, then it was seven for 11 on that for yeah. their first drive and, you know, blah, 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 blah. But yeah, it's still a good number, right? I, I'm with you, bro. I, I, no one's talking about the 49ers making adjustments on offense, and that's really starting to piss me off mm. because sometimes even the offense has to make adjustments. Oh, yeah, yeah, it, especially whenever you have a team that wants to force the issue like Wink Martindale always does. Like, his whole thing is, you're going to play offense the way I want you to play offense. And if he's got the, the guys out there on the roster, then it can work. The problem is he doesn't have it. It's a bad roster. Uh, Giants are not a good team. I agree. Um, we not a good depth chart. I agree. Listen, Bro Montana, John, you are on the money today, baby. Hey, appreciate it, guys. Thank y'all so much. He says, was the Giants O-line playing better or our defense kind of soft at times but opportunistic? Well, we we do a very good job defensive line-wise at run-gap integrity. You know, there are teams that just pin their ears back and just go straight after the quarterback all the time. Niners are not one of those teams. We care, and if you ask Chris Kucerich, if you ask Steve Wilkes, if you ask Kyle Shanahan or Bosa, they're going to tell you, we want to stop the run first. And so we're going to close up all those run lanes, and their number one thing they were focused on was not letting Daniel Jones beat them running the ball. Well, guess what? Never happened. Never happened. Why did it not happen? Because their gap-controlled, gap-sound defense plugged all the gaps, and now you're going to force them to throw the ball to beat you, and they just couldn't do it. Love it, man. Love it, love it, love it, love it. We got a, we got a couple of more I want to get to real quick. Josh Pickens. Take us away, John. Uh, listed from Pennsylvania. What's up, man? Uh, PA told, in the building. <laughs> told my barbers about your pregame that you do, and they will be there on Sunday night from the Dallas game. Oh, that's what's up, man. And, you know, I just want to take a real quick just second just to say thanks to everybody that came out to the tailgate. Man, it was a blast. I, I don't know how what the total number was. I think it was about 75 people we had out there. Beautiful. It was awesome, man. We were just giving away all kinds of stuff, doing shots together, having a good time. It was it was awesome. And shout out to Paul. I saw Paul in the chat. The cook himself dominated. Appreciate you, brother. Uh, just building relationships. The, oh, I, I knew it was on the menu. That was a dumb question. I forgot I got the menu, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> now y'all want to have this when I can't be. I tell you what, I'll be there that weekend, and I want oh, chicken. We'll talk. Yeah. Okay. Done. Chicken. Now, chicken's too expensive, but whatever no. we get, we're going to eat. 
Cowboys game's going off. That now I will say this for those that are wanting to come out for the Cowboys tailgate when Wayne's in town, that one's probably going to sell out. So <laughs> I'm just telling you that now. 49ersrushroadtrip.com. Yeah. You can go get tickets. We're tailgating this weekend in Arizona. Uh, or, you know, for the Arizona game, we'll be out there. But the, the Cowboys one, I think we're going to have to cap that one. Um, okay. I can only fill up a U-Haul so much. Got you. Say less. All right, got a couple of more. Shout out to my bro for Life Niner. All right, DSTD reminded me of the BATD. So the Debo Samuel touchdown reminded. Same play, same, same play call. It was the same play. It was a different route, though, but it was the same play. Like, it was so dope. Like, it's just so like this team is this team is just dynamic on every facet. We didn't even mention the 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 George Kittleness that was was in you know infused into the offense, right? I think with the Niners, John, I'm realizing just give them the damn ball. Just give yeah. anybody the damn ball. And let them heat up. That's the thing that ah. it's NBA jam, right? He's heated up. Ah. Like you gotta like, get that shirt, mate. Oh, there we go. I'm wearing Shout out to Amish. You got the Blitz one on. We talk about the Blitz. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, like, once you get, like, okay, figure out who's on and then just keep feeding that dude. If it's CMC, if it's Ayuk, if it's Debo, if it's Kittle, and it's just, like, you know, after the first quarter, it's like, okay, yeah, this is a him game. And Debo even said, you know, it's, it's going to be somebody different all the time. And, you know, McCaffrey had a good game. McCaffrey actually had a great game. But – Debo and you know Kittle go off. Just keep riding those dudes. Just keep riding them. Yeah, super simple. I got to give a shout out to Peachy. She's the nine month member mark. We are three and zero. Screw the haters. This is our year. Take six. Like this video. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't. Thank all of you for your unwavering support. Hashtag with the BB and the faithful to the bay. Speaking of faithful to the bay, I will be doing my video music. So I just got my music treatment, the video treatment. And so I'll be released, re relinquishing uh, a specific location where I could have 49er faithful people come out, be extras in the videos. So that's something that you guys want to do. I'll definitely be posting it via Instagram, via Twitter. That's going to be Saturday before the that, Cowboys that's game? That's going to be Saturday before the Cowboys game. Yep, Saturday is going to be early Saturday morning uh, before all the other festivities begin. I know Travis King has his uh, event that's going on Saturday early. And then if we're doing something – we got a lot of stuff going on that weekend, yeah. all right? So it's going to be crazy, and you you guys are not going – you're going to want to be a part of all of it, all right? So we'll be doing the music video for that, and it's going to be super exciting, all right? But, Peachy, thank you so much for always – for all your hard work and the things you do. Debster comes into the building. She says, Brock eats pressure for breakfast. Three Debster's and Debster's the best, man. Yeah, man. It sure isn't chicken because whatever he's eating, he's on it. Um I didn't think Brock looked flustered. He just didn't look like normal Brock. But I know why. Right? Yeah, I mean, just nonstop blitzing and figuring it out. And it just takes time. It takes time. That's what it is. And again. But, but, but John, this is another this is another thing that Brock figured out. So if another team blitzes at that high of a rate now they might have different types of players and i you know what the issue was last night peachy made mention of something and she brought up dallas and i immediately know that dallas isn't this type of a defense like they're not a blitzing type of a defense am i wrong 
they don't blitz that much. No, they got the dogs. They, they, they've got probably the deepest defensive end rotation in the NFL, and they're great at the top end. We're, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's kind of what they do. Yeah. But now it's a little bit different because the way that the relationship on a defense works is defensive line and secondary are always together. If you got a good pass rush, it helps the secondary. If you have good coverage, it helps the pass rush. Now with Trayvon Diggs out for the year, which sucks, man. I changes hate that. Changes things a little bit. Changes it's things a little bit. Things. It's going to change things. We'll see how it works for him. But, you know, I hate all injuries. I wish he would have stayed healthy just because I think IU just torches that dude. But <clears throat> they lost a big one. They lost a big one. John, can I give a shout-out to one of the uh, faithful in the community right now that's just watching the show? My man Alberto kind of throwing the air horns one time. He says, we got Lombardi. Grant, Larry, Jack Cameron, and 95 the game on live right now. But he's riding with us, Breezy and John. I just wanted to show him some love because that Dude, means so you. much, yo. A lot um, of good content out there. Great man. content, right? Yeah. Like, you know, beat riders out there doing their thing. But I, we appreciate you guys. This this yes. is the, this is the thing that we love. Uh, you know, we love to do this. Uh, we eat, we sleep, we drink it. Uh, I know John's gonna go straight to work right after this. I'm gonna be <laughs> winding down my weekend. It's Friday. I got to get into wedding mode. Uh, you know, for you know, for for my livelihood or whatever, whatnot. Eddie G and the Bulldogs, my brothers, three and zero feels good. Dallas ain't ready. See. I didn't want to jump to Dallas, but let's jump to Dallas. <laughs> it's hard not to. It's hard, it's hard not, not to. to. It's, the only, it's the game that everybody has circled on their calendar, John. It's the game Dallas of the year. ain't ready. Bring the on the, the cards. Love you guys. And then we'll see in what, week 10 in Jacksonville. I love Ooh, this. That's what's up. We're going to see you and Frank Gore together. Frank Gore coming with us to party hey, in Jacksonville, baby. We're going to party. Hey. <laughs> hey. And I got to give another shout out to my man. Uh, my man Ty Austin, all right, who's out there. Ty I think he's on. He's the man. And so, if you want to know who designs the shirts on the Wayne Breezy shop, you can check out my this, his work right here. Uh, and I'm gonna show you our our new BA shirts. I was waiting for mine to come in, so I'm gonna move the mic. Oh, that's so clean. That's so clean, man. So listen, you can go to www.twben.com backslash shop, all right? And we got other cool shirts up there. We got the Blueprint with Eric Armstead. We got the CMC, the Cheat Mother Bleeping Cold shirts. I'm telling you, CMC is a cheat code, bro. Facts. A, I mean, he makes everybody better. Everybody. everybody. Everybody, but listen, go to the uh, website. There's the link right there below scrolling, uh, scrolling on the screen. You can also get the link in the description of the show. Go ahead and support the brand. Go ahead and support the shirts. Go ahead and support my man, Ty. You know what I'm saying? We love you, man. Keep it up. Keep it up, Ty. Thank you so much for what you do. Corey Patterson comes into the building. Bam! Says, some love for you too, Breezy. Also, McFadden was a baller yesterday. Corey, appreciate the Super Chat contribution. I know our I know our defense was great, and I know I'm so happy Nick Bosa got a sack. Javon Hargrave led the team in defensive grade. He was just a man. But McFadden had to have 100. <laughs> I didn't look at the Giants' grades. I know John's about to look. I'm looking it up right now. I know you. Yo, he, he – you know who he looked like? Chris freaking Borland, baby. Like, he, he looked, looked like a Chris Borland all over the field, was in the backfield – 
What was his grade, John? Just curious to know. It's not as high. Because as... he was getting beat in coverage. I guarantee you. He got a 47.2 grade. And, yeah, he gave up five catches on five targets. There you go. And he had a three missed tackles. Dang. He had three missed tackles? Weird. How many tackles did he finish with? 15? Yeah, he had he had 11. You know what's crazy? What? The Giants had 16 missed tackles. D well, 16. You know... To put oh. that in perspective, the 49ers had three. And to put Demo. it in this perspective, <laughs> you took the words right out of my mouth, sorry. bro. I'm sorry. No, 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 because there was a play that Debo caught, and they couldn't get him down no matter what. Like, and then there was the play with George Kittle, and they couldn't get him down. When, when a person catches the ball on the sideline, usually you're going to knock him out of bounds. George Kittle was like, nah, I'm going to stay in bounds and get first downs. Who converted? It was Debo that converted the third and 15, and then it was Christian McCaffrey that they couldn't tackle who converted a third and 13. That's dangerous. You're not supposed to convert those. You're not supposed to. And so whenever you're a defensive, your scheme is, look, okay, we're going to back up, we're going to let them check underneath, and then we're going to rally. Like, that's the way you draw it up. That's the way the 49ers play defense. But whenever you're doing what the 49ers want you to do, that's cool. I'll take CMC versus two-year guys. I'll take Debo versus two-year guys. I'll take Kittle versus two-year guys. Because, yeah, you might get him this time, but if you get him two chances, he's going to win one of those reps. Oof. They're just bullies. Yeah. I'm, call I'm calling the 49ers offense Monstars. Ooh. I already said that Debo Ooh. Samuel was the leader, and everybody else is starting to follow suit. Uh, I was asked a question yesterday, John, uh, and I'll, I'll let that person remain anonymous. Uh, who's more explosive, Debo Samuel or Christian McCaffrey? Um, I think that Debo's faster, and I think that Debo's more powerful. I think what makes CMC so great is he has some of the best vision of any running back to play in the NFL. It, the eyes are the thing. Now, CMC is fast. CMC is explosive. But, like, if we're just looking at the attributes, I'm going Debo Debo uh, for explosive and speed. That's just me. And that's cool. So you went Debo with explosive? I missed yeah, it. Yeah, I would. Okay, damn. I thought you were singing it because I was going to argue with you. All right, damn it. I can't uh -huh. argue with John on we're today's always, episode. We always on the same thing. Next time, I'll take the opposite one. No, 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 no. no. I, want you to, know, I, I want you to always take what you want. <laughs> If we agree, we damn it, we touch and agree. Ishmael, what's going on, baby? John, you go ahead and read this one, baby. Love waking up to my 3-0. and oh. Thank you, Ishmael. Any status on Greenlaw's injury yet? No, usually. So usually you get it the next day. Mm -hmm. But uh, so injuries will come in. I, I, they're getting the weekend off. But um, we might hear something, but they don't have to because it's a Thursday game. So, we, like, if they don't do a press conference, then we're probably not going to know about it. So this is going to be a rough one um, to get information on. But I think he's all right. So I, f I must have fell asleep. So tell me when, when Greenlaw got injured. And don't tell me it was on the penalty. I don't think it was. I don't remember where it was or, wh like, what exactly happened. I, I just remember hearing, like, yeah, Greenlaw's dealing with something. Uh, and I was really? like, what? I was like, I don't know what that is. Um, okay. Well, no, and it's good because now I wanted to, you know, as far as injuries, we know that Debo Samuel may have bruised ribs. Um, it looked like he fell on that the ball awkwardly, yeah. awkwardly, right? And then he the said ground, the breath got knocked out of him. I think he's fine. I they're gonna X-ray his ribs and then we'll get it, but we won't know for any time soon. And even if he's he did fine. have right, <laughs> even he's if he fine. had bruised ribs, 
it'll be long gone by the time we play in 10 days right and so to me that was it like i felt like that's yeah. that was the blunt of it now i'm sure other things will pop up over over the time and they'll see they'll you know they'll keep things but i don't think greenlaw had any any type of injury that was going to be significant and let's talk about greenlaw and then let's talk a little bit about trent williams to me who had the two bonehead penalties in the game but i i I have i'm going to stand by the 49ers and probably defend both of them now i did put out a tweet about greenlaw saying he's got to chill the out and the reason why i said that is because regardless if if he was right or wrong right i already knew the flag was on its way out from his trajectory like the moment he started running toward the defender I mean the offender I knew the flag was on his way out even if he was right even if there was no whistle blown even if he's playing to the whistle you know why because it's just who he is and they're gonna call it every single time especially with him because refs know they know and they study for games and they know this dude plays through the echo of the whistle, which is what you teach as a defender. Yes, and sir. if I'm his coach, I'm saying, look, man, don't change. Just use your brain a little bit more than you do currently because we want everything else. Um, There we go. Yeah, I rolled his ankle after the late. I knew it. Thank you, Angel. I knew um, But no, I mean, Greenlaw was unbelievable this game. He was incredible. And you didn't hear his big, name much, though. That's funny. Until he that leads penalty, the team in tackles. I, every he leads the team every week in tackles. Every week, like, every week. <laughs> I mean, he's all over the place, and he's the reason why Danny Dimes didn't do what he did. What happened when Danny Dimes got outside the pocket and tried to scramble? Mm-hmm. Greenlaw went and shut him down for a tackle for loss. Like that dude, he plays his best versus mobile quarterbacks. You remember yes, against does. Russell Wilson? Yes, he does. Like he just goes off. So I don't know, man. Yeah, the penalties suck. That's who we are. And I don't want him. Oh, what's up, Big Papa? Tell just me that's not Green dope, Lot. yo. Just call that him Green Lot. That's yes. that's fire. <laughs> that's pretty good, man. He we were talking about this last night, man. Thank you, Big Papa. Um, and so yeah, I don't know, man. Because you got to keep Greenlaw, Greenlaw. It, there, it's gonna happen. Just like when there's a fight going around, you want Trent Williams there. Is he gonna get flagged? Sure. He gonna mess somebody up while he's doing it, though. I don't know, I, man. Listen, I I love Greenlaw. And I don't want him to change, but he. <laughs> in this game, it was going to matter. Like, yeah, because exactly in this game, it wasn't going to change anything other than right. give the Giants an opportunity to score points because they were going to get closer. I think that's my gripe. I think that that's my thing, right? Because the Giants, these teams, I just don't feel like these teams can score on this defense at will. I feel like it's going to take a little bit of help. And the help, we don't need to be the help. We need to be the more disciplined. And I feel like they want Greenlaw to be him, and that's why they're not going to change it. They're, they're Greenlaw. They're not changing it. They're not going to change it. They're not going to change it. So with Greenlaw, all I'm asking for him is it was a it was a stop and go. So that means he thought about it for a second. Yep. <laughs> yep. So all I'm saying, Greenlaw, is if you got to think, don't do it. <laughs> you react, man. You react. Look at Niner Cali boy. I love this super chat. Uh, do you see that? This is awesome. He, he says, "Wasn't that our defense's motto? Swarm. Now we're faulting him for cleaning up a tackle. BS. I'm with you, man. Listen. Let him. Let him go. 
The only thing I didn't like about that, there was one thing, John, that I didn't like about it. Can you guess what it was? Uh-uh. The only thing I didn't like about it was this. I literally thought Traverius Mooney Ward was going to get injured on the tackle. Oh, because, yeah, okay. Gotcha. If it was just a player, go fucking for it. But when your player is involved. Man, friendly fire is rough on defense, man. I was nervous. I'm like, he tackled Mooney before the other guy even fell. I was like, dang, this, dang. Greenlaw yep. sees ball, get yep. ball. Like, that's, he is the, he is a defensive player, period. End the discussion. All the way back to Pop Warner football. See ball, get ball. That's Greenlaw. Don't change that, Greenlaw. But Don't when it's your, it. if the player's in your uniform, <laughs> He saw red. He's wearing red. Hey, we'll leave it at that. We'll leave it at that, John. We'll leave it at that. He saw red. See red. I'm in it. It was blood in the water. Let's talk about Trent Williams because what the media did with Trent Williams, not in the Cali boy, thank you for the Super Jack contribution. What the media did was they immediately, get it, media immediately went to the reaction by Trent Williams punching the defender in the face, which he did. Now, there was some stuff that led up to that, in my opinion. Punched in the neck. Dude got punched in the neck. But the media isn't talking about that. Well, they always get the second guy. So, like, that's just the way that it works. But, yeah, he got the little quick jab to the neck, so he freaking, you know, gave him a little roundabout. Uh, Before the jab, though, it was the fake jab, right? So it was like, uh, Like, right? Yep. Right. Right. And, and we know Trent Williams, he's going to hit somebody, man. Somebody Richard getting Sherman, hit. Sherman, whether yeah. it's, you know, slamming people in Philly. Uh, like, if there's anybody I don't want to fight in the NFL, it would be Trent Williams. Like, that dude is just so massive. Um, and him and it was A'shaun Robinson, I A'shaun think. A'shaun Robinson. I couldn't think of his first Who we played name, against yeah. with the Rams for yeah. years. So, like, yeah. it, there's bad blood between those guys. So, so am I being hypocritical because I, I want the players to play by the rules. Now, he didn't get ejected. They got offset penalties. If Trent Williams was ejected and Sean Robinson wasn't ejected, would that have been a problem, like, yes. in your eyes? Yeah, I mean, from the NFL standpoint, yeah, big time for the 49ers. They were going to win this game no matter what. Um, <clears throat> I, I but yeah, yeah, I mean, you never want people punching face masks and helmets it, just because it hurts your hand, right? Like that's oh, yeah. the thing. That's like a good point. He's you got, got a slap hands, like Dion, which actually don't do that. You look like a baby. But like th- that was just the thing. Like you never punch helmets. You don't do that. It's just yeah. you, that's how you break hands. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know the aggressiveness, the fight. I don't want it to go away. And if somebody puts their hands on you and punch you in the neck, nah. Sometimes you got to slam somebody. I don't know. And now the refs had some BS stuff. The, you know, they they the ref said they couldn't tell it was a punch, and that's fine. I'm yeah, it would. But do you think that the refs actually saw what happened? That one ref saw the whole thing, and that's so prop- those usually come down from New York. So what ah. happens is, you know, okay, they get they have like a little remote thing, and it like buzzes like, hey, we got something to talk to you about, and so then New York comes in and says, yeah, no ejection needed. So they would have said New York would have said eject them, eject them both. No ejections, and that usually comes down from somebody like you or me just watching the New York. So then it should be just dead in the water, then. Yeah, uh, it if, might get fined. You can get oh fined. yeah, yeah. Trent Williams gonna get a hefty fine. 
He said, did you see what he said? He said, oh, I don't think so. It wasn't really. I didn't hit him hard. Just a little love. Love tap. I love the 49ers, yo. <laughs> you got you got CMC one week saying that. Oh, you know, just friendly, friendly talk, friendly back and forth talk to a Keller Witherspoon. He literally tried to put a Keller Witherspoon's face into the turf. And, and then and said, was, shut your B.A. A up, up two times in a row. Bro, oh, it was, I was mean, awesome. we could read. The, we, yeah. We, yeah. But it was just friendly, you know. Friendly. And and then Trent's like, oh, just a little love tap. That was clean up, though. I love it. I love it. I love the 49ers aggressiveness because I always, and I don't like to use the term bully, but I always want to remain the bully. I, I don't want us to ever feel like we got to be soft. Well, the moment we do that, we lose our integrity i feel like we lose the edge that we're playing with and here's the most important part about the san francisco 49ers and john you could take us home after this they're still figuring out their identity the 49ers are three and no still figuring things out that's scary as they're not at their best. They're not at their best. And, you know, when that's going to hit, because we're always like, oh, they start slow, they start slow. Oh, they're 3-0. And they're freaking top five offense and top five defense. You better watch out, because if this team does heat up, if this team does have one of those games, I don't give a damn who's on the other side. And, you know, week five can't get here soon enough. And I want to enjoy all the, you know, all the games. We got 17 of them, but... That Cowboys game, we're going to find out. And that's the thing. It's a test. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. Cowboys and the 49ers are going to the playoffs, period. It, it, that's just happening. We've knocked them out of the playoffs back-to-back -back years, but they're new teams. Um, every year's a new thing. I want to see. I want to see the test, you know, and I want to see how good this team can be, and I think we're going to find out pretty early this year. There it is. Before John takes us home, guys, thank y'all so much for tuning in. And I just wanted to shout everybody out on both streams. We love you. Hey, if you're not subscribed on one stream, make sure you go ahead and show that supporter some sub su the subscription. John, take us home, baby. I'm ready. 3-0. Victory Friday, baby. We got 11 days to enjoy this. The best community, the best freaking dude to record a podcast with right here, Wade Breezy. And the best freaking team in the NFL right now. I think that's where the Niners are. Do so we have more enjoy this. What's up? No. Did I miss one? No, nah, we got it. I think we're good. Okay. Uh, so anyway, enjoy this for 11 days. And until next time, stay strong, faithful. See, I wasn't even ready because I'm looking for ah! super chats. We out. I be sipping go for whiskey on the rocks. And a 24 karat gold on a watch. My 71 Chevy B tipping nonstop. Sounding like Trent Williams on the block. So you know we can't stop. We be banging through your speakers. Wayne Breezy on the filter in the bleachers. You can tune into my show and I'm a teacher. Wayne Breezy, the phone I preacher. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.